Oh, I told you the story, didn't I? What story? Oh, yeah, I did, about Fran. I don't know. Okay, let me find it here. She let me know that astronomy was necessary because you have to know the stars and how the planets work. That is what astronomy is for. <laughs> and right after you said it, it's like, yep, yep, it's official. When Jake's gone, you're fucking taking over for him. Yep. He, she says the exact same goddamn thing you did. That's because it's what makes the most sense. No, it don't. It doesn't make the least bit of sense. The type of astronomy that fucking Friends was talking about is astrology. Using the stars to predict the future is astrology. Yeah, because he, di- he took over for divination, know, not for astronomy. But he also implied that the whole, you know, it's like, oh, you started learning about the stars, and this is why, and shit like that. But I, I'm just not, I'm not going to bring it up. I still think it's fucking crazy. As a required course, it's crazy. No, not for the first four, five years of school. It's not crazy. If it was required all seven years, a, yes, no, you would can, have an it should argument. Be something that people should go if they want to. The fact that they have to is weird. That specific thing as a forced class is weird. Not for the first five years, it's not. Yes, and it's just completely as weird. No. Nope. It's something that you don't absolutely need to be a wizard. No, you totally would. Dude, remember, they're stuck in time. They're stuck in the olden times. Dude, of course, they're still going to have astronomy as a, as a requirement the first five I years of school. Know, it makes no sense. It makes none whatsoever because it's not needed. But, dude, you will- th- it makes no sense that they wear tons of green and purple. There's, there's nothing special about green and purple, but yet they wear yeah, tons of choice. green and purple. That is a choice. They're not forced to wear that. They're forced to go to... A wizarding school, and they're forced to buy a big fuck off telescope, Jake. If that's if all they the sell at the ro- at the robe shops, are those colors? Then yes, uh, technically they are forced know, to wear those. You know what they also have? Magic to change the color to anything they fuck want, Jake. Yeah, but that's still not going to change the fact that if they don't know how to tell time, then they're an idiot. There's no magic to fix that. Yeah, but still, but the point is. It as a required, like the the num- the numerology or whatever it is, the numbers magic, that's cool. Arithmancy, whatever. Yeah, arithmancy. Yeah. Uh, wait, did you mispronounce it on purpose? No, you actually, think I said arithmancy. I know, but if you think about it, it's arithmetic, so it'd be arithmancy. Yeah, but there's no extra syllable between the H and the M. It's A R I T H M A N C Y. Yeah. Arithmancy. Arithmancy. I, I said it wrong the first time. Arithmancy. Yeah. Or like arithmetics, but antsy. Yeah, but you got to remember, it's also British, so arithmancy would sound more British. You know what? I will concede that only point. <laughs> Dude, seriously, you're more butthurt over the whole astronomy thing than I ever I'm was not, no, no, over I'm actually somehow Jorah Bestian burst in the bold. You're, you're absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Seriously, I'm getting salty because you're not backing me because... It doesn't make sense as a required class in the fact that, like, yeah, it does. Like, bitch, no, it don't. <laughs> no, it makes tons of sense. It just doesn't make sense to you. But it makes no, tons no, of sense to those of class, us with, though, like, you know. I can see why it's needed. But the fact that it is required is the issue. The fact that it is a required course would be the same as saying divination is a required course. Okay, so basically you're saying that you can understand that it's needed. Needed, but it shouldn't no, be a requirement. It could be. Could not definite. You should always know uh, what 
potion could save your Bob, life. Bob, whenever you go back and listen to all this, I want you to remember that you said, I understand that it's needed. You yeah, said I know. needed. I did say that wrong. I will admit that. But Jake, no, that's a Freudian slip because fluid, you know I'm okay? right. And you know that Fran's right. Man, you guys are dicks. Hello, welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. And that's Bob. <laughs> oh, I figured I'd also let you know. Someone posted, oh my god, another one of those fucking, uh, the character that that has the, uh, that you think has the smallest capacity to love turns out to be the character who loves the most. That's the brilliance of Severus Snape. It's like, yeah, he also verbally abused and scarred a child who reminded him of his father. Well, I he uh, also did that. Of course, That's I know you. Snape also did. I know you're not a fan of uh, of Alohomora, but they uh, the the chapter the chapter that they covered um, on the episode that they posted on Saturday was the Princess Tale. And one way you would agree with all of them is none of them like Snape. There's no Dude, tragic hero to Snape. I feel sorry for him, but okay. After the fact, yes, how he, even though he really fucking hated the kid, he made a f- point to try and keep him protect. Sure, he's a good, he's an okay guy on that, but the whole time he was protecting this child, he was scarring him for life. Yep. All right, fucking smacking a kid around in the movie and f- treating them like garbage when they just got out of a physical and mentally abusive state is not a good thing. You're like, nope. oh, I am honoring Lily's memory. No, you're not. You're fucking giving this kid a complex. Way to go, you shit snack. I fucking hate Snape. Yeah, me too. Oh, he's a dickhead. Yeah, me and I too. Know, yeah, sure, our opinion is peppered. Because, <laughs> oh, really, an authoritarian, uh, someone in charge who, who really hates on you for every mistake you make? Oh, wow, that that's something we wouldn't know anything about. Seriously, though. Fucking Snape. Oh, and with greasy, thin black hair. <laughs> <laughs> True that. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> you join us already in progress talking about fucking Harry Potter. We're probably going to end talking about Harry Potter. Probably. That's all right. <laughs> all right. So what have you been up to lately, Jake? Oh, just working. You know, I got myself a bike, so been riding that around. It's a blast, dude. Like, um, Soraya, she went to, to Sports Authority and got me a uh, some shorts with the, the butt padding. And uh Oh my god. So oh please tell me you walk around with like a a, a riding crop? No. Just so you can Oh, come on. Be no, denim. No, Bob. Be denim. No. <laughs> You're not going to be and, denim renum. And then um she also bought me like one of the uh the bike tops and got me some gloves and uh like a nice. little um saddle bag that has like a toolkit and stuff. Please tell me she also got you a little dinghy. No. Just a little che- Soraya, make her listen to this show finally. Soraya, listen to me. You do not get someone bike stuff without getting them a chime. Just ching, 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 ching. Yeah. I don't care who you are. That's not cool. There's no, there's no. She, she wouldn't do that because if like we were out and I was just walking the bike and knowing that it had the little <laughs> ching, 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 ching to ching, it. Ching, ching. Yeah. <laughs> totally not working. Wow, wow, wow. Ching, ching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally not working. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that, Jake. The ching, ching is great. But yeah, no, I mean, it's the same stuff. I'll go through maps on Friday, and that's about it, man. I'm, you know. All right, so I figured I'd start off today. Apologies, Jake. Like I said in the, before we started recording is, this may be a Bob Rambles the most episode, because... 
I want to talk about Batman and Superman, and you haven't seen it yet, have you? Nope. You guys ought to see it soon? Well, actually, no, you shouldn't, Jake. You should not watch this movie. I don't want to. I will I will describe to you the first five minutes. It's the Batman's parents are dead scene. The scene that is so so in everybody in the cultural zeitgeist, okay? Everyone knows this exists through just basic osmosis, okay? You could you could find one of those people in like a hidden tribe in New Guinea who has never seen a person ever outside of their group. It's like, alright, picture this if you will. A family is walking down a dark street. They just got done watching The Mark of Zorro. And then they turn down an alley. Oh, Batman's parents! Yes, Batman's parents! Everybody knows Batman's parents! Everyone knows how Batman's parents died. Apparently Zack Snyder doesn't, because you know what happens? In the middle of the street, they just walk out of the Mark of Zorro. In the middle of the street, someone holds them up. Not in an alleyway. Because in a lot of times, you know, Bat- uh, Bruce wanted to take the the cut through the alley so it makes him feel like he caused it right nope middle of the street guys pulls out a gun thomas wayne attacks the guy do you know the point of batman of of the story of martha and thomas wayne the fact that anybody can die in gotham for any reason yep his parents were gunned down after giving him the money he protested to giving up his wife's pearls that's why he was shot not this one he attacks the guy with the gun. How? What? 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 The death of his parents taught him was, even when you comply with villains, they're gonna kill you. There's a chance that they'll still be a a killer. And this, in his mind, what he should have got from it is, you should not fight back because fighting back gets you killed. But no, Zack Snyder thought he, uh, Thomas Wayne, throwing a punch at a guy with a gun was a smart idea. Oh yeah, let's give him an action for the idea. And it's like, no, it is counterintuitive to the character. Do you think I'm full of shit? No, that sounds like something that would happen. Yeah, I, that's just what I. Okay, I was afraid I was kind of full of shit on because that just could have been me. Like we're talking, I checked out right after that. One good thing though about that movie is their Alfred. I thought it was odd that Jeremy Irons was going to be Alfred, but no. Oh, I didn't know that, he was Alfred. Oh yeah, that is the Alfred that Bruce Wayne needed. Nice. Okay. Just more of a disappointed father than anything else. Like, just disappointed at what his son has become. That is the type of Alfred. Still going to help him because he's his boy, but still disappointed in what's happening. Because he could be so much better than this. And there's a dream, dream sequence in the middle to where the, uh, the you know those uh, the foot soldiers from Apocalypse? Those locust guys? Yeah. They show up, and right after that, you get a moment of, this is a decent comic book as a movie, because you get this exchange between Bruce and Alfred, you get uh, the Flash jumping in in a fucking dream, setting up the DC movie universe, and all this stuff, and right after that, let's have Lex Luthor be Lex Luthor again! I swear to God, their fucking Lex Luthor, Jake, was like, they watched Batman forever, and just said, hey, hey, I want you to be Jim Carrey's Riddler. And he was. Huh. And it was not good. Yeah, probably not. It was so boring. The only good scene, action-wise, was when Batman decided to save Superman's mom. So they had a just on-the-ground action scene. No CGI, just beating the shit out of people, which was nice. 
and it felt like a Batman beat the shit out of people should be. And Jake, I'm going to spoil something for you. Batman is about to kill Superman because, of course, in all these stories, Batman is about to kill Superman. <sighs> I'm sorry, Batman couldn't beat Superman. Well, you know, it's no, happened no, no. What a few you times what in the comics. Think? Yeah, because everybody tells you he can. And it was like, oh, because Batman can. I was like, why can Batman? How can Batman? You do realize, even with Kryptonite, Superman could take a running start and run forward, or even fly forward. Then, like, straight at Batman, Kryptonite takes effect when he's right up against Batman. What happened, though? Inertia. Batman's a pancake. Yeah, sure, you Close. got my kryptonite-ness on me, but hey, you're dead now. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I really... But, okay, so Lex Luthor has has Superman's mom, Martha Kent, gonna kill her if he doesn't bring him Batman's head. That's how he fucking described it. Batman's head! Oh, surely not. Oh, God. That's what it sounded like to me. It could I could have been in a fugue state, but that's what I heard. So Batman's about to kill Superman. He's like, save her. Like, what? Like, save Martha. Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? And no, that wasn't me being hyperbolic. It's like, save Martha. It's like, why did you say Martha? She's my mom. <gasps> my mom's name was Martha, too. That's how they end the fight, Jake. He, he realizes that both their mom's name is Martha. Wow. I am not joking. He shoves it. He just throws the spear away. And then he talks to Superman. And... Oh my god, the whole time, uh, Superman's all like, I gotta convince Batman to help me. If not, I'll have to kill him. What happens when he sees Batman? He starts looming at him menacingly instead of saying, Oh, hey, 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 Bats, time out. Lex Luthor stole my mom and he's making us fight. He literally just told me he is making us fight. Can you please help me save my mom's life? Like, who's your mom? My mom's name is Martha Kent. Like, so is my mom. It's like, your mom's name is Martha Kent? But but no, no. He's looming menacingly to him, and he's like, listen to me. And then he, like, tosses a net at him. A fucking net, Jacob. Oh, I'm sorry, no, it was a sonic net. So he punches him in the face. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, he needs to help me save my mom. Like, no, I'm just going to be mean and punch him. It's like, fucking hell, this movie sucked, Jake. Oh, yeah. But no, I was hoping for a Gods of Egypt sucked. The trying too hard and failing, this movie was dis-a-fucking-pointing. Yeah, and you oh, sound somewhat surprised by that. Yeah, I wanted it to be campy horrible. Well, not campy horrible. I wanted it to be try and fail. Not just, I'm not even gonna try because I'm Zack Snyder and my A-plus is everybody else's C-minus. And also it didn't help that the whole Batman side was freaking Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. I hate... I just don't like Frank Miller as a writer. He's boring. The only good things he did was uh, was Daredevil. Although iconic shit about Daredevil was him. Yeah, he did do some pretty crazy Daredevil stuff. Oh, he also wrote uh, Robocop. Did he? Robocop, I can't remember if it was Robocop or Robocop 2. Either or, they were both good movies. But yeah, that movie sucked ass, Jake. It sucked so much primo ass. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <sighs> Alright, you pick a topic now, B. Because I just rented for 15 minutes. Yeah, and I just kind of zoned out for that time looking stuff up. I don't up. blame you. <laughs> it was, I don't blame you at all. 
Hey, you know what? Because I think why I would do? you care? It's something you didn't have any in- uh, interaction with. No, I did not. Let's see. Oh, hi, Annie. Hi, Annie. Oh, you give Papa kisses, huh? Oh, what? I cannot think. I cannot use the whole dog parent stuff. I find that so pretentious. Like other people want to do it, go for it. It's me personally trying to use it. I feel like such a knob. There's a lot of things like that that I find weird, but not if other people do it. Yeah. Let me see. Okay. So I have. I found a Ask Reddit. Okay. What's an Ask Reddit topic? Okay. This was asked by uh, um, user oh, Vish Nine U, Vish Number Nine, and the letter U. Okay. So you're trying to be Vishnu, but not? Maybe. That's... Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to give him shit. What was the hardest decision you had to make in a video game? So he states, he or she, late to the party, but Crusader Kings 2 is a great game for this. At one point, I was king of prospering Italy and married a Byzantine princess in order to get an alliance with the powerful empire to my east. Upon the death of the old empire, or old emperor... His son inherited the empire, but my wife had a strong claim on the Byzantine throne, which the vassals in the empire promptly decided to press. The new emperor crushed the rebellion and imprisoned my wife slash his sister. This put me in the position that I couldn't press her claim with my superior armies anymore. However, me and my wife had a son together, and I knew he would inherit her claim on the imperial throne if she died. So I had the possibility to arrange... (laughs) To arrange to assassinate my own wife so my son could be made emperor of Byzantium. I arranged for her to be, quote, attempted, unquote, to be busted out of prison, an operation during which she was killed by the guards. When I pressed the button to give that order, I realized that game had laid bare the darkest, most Machiavellian corners of my soul. But then (laughs) I conquered Byzantium for my son and knew that I was a great father after all. (laughs) Oh my god, that is the best! How could we top that? Well, the the first, like, um, the first uh, sub-comment you see to it is, Good father, not so good husband. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of the worst. Uh, Well, I know the... I know I've done a lot of things that got me deep into games. Like, I don't know if I've ever had that that watershed moment where I have to make that choice. Because the way my characters usually play, they're often cut and dry. People I want to live, I know how to make them live. People I want to die, oh, bitch, they are dead. Bye, Ashley. <laughs> oh. Dude, no, no, Jake. Did I ever tell you when I, <clears throat> when I moved back out here and I got Mass Effect 2... I had to buy Mass Effect 1 and beat that first. Do you know why? Why? If you buy Mass Effect 2, if you play Mass Effect 2 without having beat Mass Effect 1 as a male shepherd, oh, yeah. Ashley automatically lives. I was not going to have that space racist on my fucking team. My boo Caden was going to live. <laughs> but uh, there's also a time when I was playing Fire Emblem Awakening. In it, you can have children, all right? And they end up coming up, they go through a time thingy you know, and come back now as adults, come back to where you're playing as adults. Apparently there's a, uh, Oasis town. One of the pro, one of the, uh, the side missions where you get the paralogs when you, where you get the children, your children to fight alongside you. Well, this was an Oasis place to where the town can only be seen once every like 10, 15 years or something like that. It could have been a hundred if I'm not, I'm probably mistaken. It's probably 10. 
Well, I didn't realize you had to go door-to-door ta- uh, door to talk to the people. One of the people you talked to was the son of the girl my character married. So, I left that child to just be locked in an, in a in a hellscape. In a hellscape desert. I nearly beat the game, Jake, when I realized this. I had to go back and start the game over again. I had those things happen. Because... And then, uh, what about, uh, before I go into my other side, what what about you? You know, I was just thinking about this, because, dude, I've played so many video games, and the sad part is, I don't remember the vast majority of them, but the hardest thing was in uh, Heavy Rain, choosing which impl- which instrument to cut the finger off of my character. Really? Did you ever play Heavy Rain? Not really, no. What 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 was the hook? Well, there's the one point where as you're trying to find your son, you end up in this building, right? While you're pressing X to Sean. And the uh the 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 uh the bad guy, he had set up this room to where the only way you could get out was that he had a I, I can't remember. I want to say there's like a video camera or something set up. But there were a multitude of different instruments in the room and you had to cut off your own finger. To get out of the room, and I can't remember if he was if it was gonna fill up with gas or if it was gonna blow up, whatever it was. But you had to do something to you had to remove a finger, or or maybe yeah, it was a finger. I don't think it was a hand or anything. It was a finger to so that you could continue on trying to find your son. Well, shit, put that stuff in a baggie, get it sewn back on. So there was something like pliers, um. A saw, uh, what is it? There was like five different things you could choose to remove a finger. Oh, yeah, dude. Pain. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Ah. Yeah. Arms all kind of. Maybe, maybe look that up on YouTube though, just to see all. (laughs) Yeah. Just hearing that, I can feel the pain. No, thank you. Yeah, dude, that sucked. Because you're. And the funny thing is, whenever I, I've only played, I only played it one time. And whenever I played it, I actually solved the the whole thing. I done I one hundred percent the game whenever I first played it. Damn. Yeah, dude, that Damn. game. I mean, it was story heavy. I really enjoyed that game. Let's 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 deviate from that question a bit. What's the most sadistic thing you can remember doing in a game? Because I got my story. Hands down, there is. There is a couple that are that can compare to this, but nothing's going to be... Okay, I'll do mine while you're thinking of yours, okay? Okay. It was when I was living in Kentucky, and I red-loaded Sims 2 on my computer, because we had this weird little thing to where one month her computer would die because of freaking reading uh, reading comics online with, hor- with no freaking uh, ad block or protection software. Right. Really smart. The next month, because since we were both using my computer, mine would die, and we would have to back and forth between each other's computers all the time. So she loaded uh, Sims 2 on my computer. It was the Area 51 town. There's this, uh, there was this red-headed kept coming over. She's like, you know what? I'm going to have my dude romance her. So I had her. I was like, why can't he marry her? I could get her to move in, but she wouldn't marry. She wouldn't marry. I was like, what the fuck, lady? So I pulled out in the in the I looked at her character's like, oh, she's married with three kids. Or two kids. Like, well, I can't have none of that. I backed out. I went into the 
the house of her family, I first deleted all the doors, then I deleted all the bathrooms, then I deleted the fridge, I deleted all the windows, I deleted any way for these people to get out of this room. And I watched them die, Jake. <laughs> I didn't... No, I did not speed up time. I watched in real time as this family of three shriveled up and died. Wow. Now, you're going to hate me a little more now? It was the daughter's birthday party. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, I went back there. It's like, hey, you should marry me. She's like, hey, okay, I don't have a husband. Why don't I have a husband? Ah, screw it. Let's get married. What happens right after we get married? We're talking. You're now married. Next day, she's a senior citizen. That's funny. So, I take her out to the backyard. I build a shed around her, and I watch her die. <laughs> Again, I do not speed up time. It was, we're talking, it was so small she could not sit down. It was barely the size of her. Wow. And I just watched her die, Jake. Yeah, I don't and know. I, <laughs> it was fucking sadistic. Even with as much as I used to play Sims, I can't remember doing anything like that. I can't really, other than like actual stuff that had a progression, like the the torture scene in GTA 5, that's pretty rough. It is kind of rough, but sadistic is like when you... You put, you projected agency upon what was happening. You had agency in what happened. Yeah, I don't know. Well, damn, Jake. Exposed myself there for you. Yep. Bob shows his true colors, Annie. Oh, what, puppy? True colors. That's why I love you. (laughs) (laughs) There's your song for the day, folks. Seriously. Hey, honey, you want to come here for a second? Uh Uh-oh. Let's see if I can have her do like a little guest spot on this, because this question is hilarious. It better be, Jake. Dude. This build-up, it better be hilarious. It's it's hilarious because you probably won't want to answer it, and you'll probably like, but. Oh, that'll probably make it hilarious as fuck. Hold on. Let's wait for her to come down here. Come here. I have... Possibly one of the most important questions from the 90s slash 2000s. Okay? I don't want you to see it, but I want you to be able to speak to where Bob can hear you in the microphone. Okay? You ready for this question? Sure. Okay. Whose side are you on and state your reason? This was asked by Ham underscore Bone, which of course used, you know, Leet speak in Bone. Um... State your reason. Were Ross and Rachel on a break? Would being on a break even matter? Uh, (laughs) I wish you could have heard the sound that Bob just made. Let's see if she actually listened to our podcast. She probably would. Bob said if you would actually listen to her podcast, you would hear the sound that he made. I don't blame her. But he doesn't blame you. I don't listen to it unless I edit it. (laughs) Were Ross and Rachel on a break, though? When? What are you talking about? Like, at what? What? The okay, fuck you... so Bob, between seasons two and three, I think it was in Friends. So they kind of Ross and Rachel break up one of their many, many times, right? And Ross hooks up with not one but multiple different women in that time period. And so they, uh, at the end of a season, they all uh, rent a beach house. 
and him and Rachel hook back up. And after, you know, getting down with Rachel, he happens to mention that, you know, he got down with, with some girls and that they were on a break. So that's kind of the, the whole running gag is that somebody mentions, you know, that he cheated on Rachel and, you know, uh, um, why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? The actor that played... Played Ross? Yeah. Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. So in his most Schwimmerian uh, ability, he would be like, We were on a break! And so that's just the big gag is that, you know, he's always saying that he cheated on Rachel whenever they were really on a break. He says he didn't cheat because they were on a yeah, break. That's yeah. right. He didn't You're cheat because they were on Jacob. a break. Huh? You're flip-flopping. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> So, oh, Rachel would you. say that he cheated on her, but Ross would say he didn't because they were on a break. Now, one, okay, two prong. One, if someone thinks you cheated on them, you probably cheated on them. Bob said, one, if somebody says that they cheated on you, then you probably did. <laughs> two, if she broke up with him, she has no fucking right. Two, if she broke up with him, she has no fucking right. <laughs> I didn't expect you to actually verbatim quote me. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. She, Perception is nine-tenths law. She was... <laughs> yeah, she believed they were still dating. That's a good one. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> but also the simple fact if she only cared about it because... if if Okay, I never on, watched... Bob. I barely watched the show. So... I know, you can't hear him. Sorry. He's just rambling. <laughs> if she said that we're done, we're over, and she completely disregarded him the whole time she kind of had no right to get upset yeah bob says she has no right to get upset so and, as you oh were, wait oh, just just paint me in a box just just paraphrase it all well no soraya was giving her reasoning and you're busy talking so right, <laughs> so soraya, soraya what was what was it you were saying i was saying that it's all about perception you know because rachel's perception is that they weren't breaking up they were just kind of on hold for a minute so they could each kind of take oh wait hold on you're not you're not showing up on the microphone oh okay go ahead anyways so it's all about perception rachel's perception is that they weren't actually breaking up they were just kind of putting things on hold everybody kind of take a corner breathe you know walk away for a second collect your thoughts and then they can come back and resolve things and his perception was that they were you know, broken up. And so that's, I mean, that's the conundrum of the whole thing, which pretty much defines relationships, I think. But what is your, do you think, but sweetheart, do you think that Ross or Rachel is correct? Is it? It depends on which side you're on. If you're, if you're so political, (laughs) so broken up and which side are you on? Sounds to me like she's on that thing. <laughs> I'm a viewer. <laughs> I'm no, you have to take a viewpoint, no, though. I don't. Like I said, because you there are is no this side. Is so not fun, dude. Seriously, I actually cannot play hypotheticals with her because she's like hypotheticals are nonsense. So we're not gonna do this. <laughs> nonsense. It's just it's all about perception. So if if I decide, oh yeah, I'm on Rachel's side, then. Then I have to side with her perception, which neither perception is right, either perception is their own. They're both self-absorbed psychopaths. However, for the record, they were on a break. However, for the record, which Jake, does it make it right? You're. An I'm adult not saying male. it makes it right. Hold on, let's bring this back over here. Okay, so no, I'm not saying it does make it right, but what he should have done was say something before they even hooked up. But 
he's a guy who we're not the brightest of creatures. So, of course, he's going to wait until after the Nookie before he says something, instead of saying something before the Nookie, thus becoming Nookie Interruptus. <laughs> so he's thinking with his other brain. Yeah, he was thinking with his other brain. <laughs> the one in his spleen? Oh, Bob. No, but they were on a break. Well, at that point, they they wasn't on a break. He thought that they had straight up They wasn't? Up. Well, and see, that's the thing. You say they're on a break, so what does that mean? Is that if you're on a break, is it okay to go fool around with other people? Okay, no. If you Tread mutually agree Jacob. that that you will not ha- <laughs> that you're just going to take a break from one another, but you know you might come back and rekindle something. That is not fully breaking up. But if you straight up fully break up like they were, then it's totally different. No, see, once again, that's perception. According to her, they weren't breaking up. They were taking a break, being like separate corners. That's because she's egotistical. <laughs> She was way more egotistical than Ross. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> I didn't yeah, say Joey. I, no, I said Jake, she's more egotistical than Ross. I don't know if that's possible. And Annie is yawning, so she's quite bored with this conversation. <laughs> what? Oh, shoot, Annie, that hurt. <laughs> oh, they God, were on no. a break! Oh, Jacob, you hate you, you make me hate life. You have I was like, you make life. me hate life. <laughs> That's funny. Just give her an earpiece, Jake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just give her an earpiece, Jake. You don't have to fucking repeat that part. <laughs> he said, you don't have to fucking repeat right. that part. <laughs> um, Jake, tell Soraya that I... Th- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> now tell her I said that. <laughs> Oh shoot! Thank you, sweetheart. Oh, best, awesome cameo. <laughs> Bob said, "Awesome cameo." Oh shoot! Oh, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. I just I saw that, that one and great. I couldn't help but. That was great. We're gonna instead, we're gonna go up with the what the fuck Potters now, Jake. Okay, sounds good. We can do that. All Thank right, you, I honey. just have three: one funny, one sad, and one probably funny okay for starters all right i found it funny that reading this book i had what 40 minutes of content out of the first seven chapters right right after the staircase shit nothing just nothing until the midnight duel okay now when they describe what happens they put on their bathrobes and pick up their wands. Right. Jake, they went to the duel repping Arthur Dent style. <laughs> That's true, they did. They put on their fucking bathrobes. It's true. Sans <laughs> towel. Oh, great. That was just awesome to my MA. I was like, oh my god. Oh, dude. Oh. And I do believe that in one instance, uh, Arthur Weasley, didn't he play uh, a Ford once? No, no, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm sorry. No, I'm Yeah, wrong. I was going to say, I don't think so. Oh, I'm thinking of the fact that he was on Red Dwarf. Okay, and also, when they were describing the winter setup, they were talking about Haggard and his rabbit skin gloves. Right. I want you to think about that, Jake. They were rabbit skin gloves. Okay. How many ra- How many animals did the supposed animal lover have to kill just to keep his hands warm? 
That's a lot Think of rabbits it. that would have to die. That is a lot of rabbits that had to die so he can be warm. That's a lot of fucking dead bunnies! That's like Lenny from Mice and Men level of a lot of bunnies! <laughs> oh, he gonna tend the rabbits alright! Oh, God, those poor, poor rabbits. Oh. Alright, and the last the last one I have for What the Fuck, Potter... Norbit the ridge, the Hungarian Ridgeback or whatever, nor uh, the Norwegian Ridgeback or whatever it is. He was told in a book to feed it a bucket of brandy and chicken blood. Yeah. So basically, dragons get turned twenty four seven. Because holy <laughs> shit, every hour a bucket of brandy. How much booze does Hagrid have? Well, it's Hagrid. He has to drink a lot of booze to even feel kind of a little turnt up, so. (laughs) Oh, I just thought those were really fucking weird. Yeah. I love the, I love the fucking duel. It's like, oh my god, they're Arthur Denton, they're Arthur Denton. (laughs) Uh, That's great. That's all I have in that setup. Do you have anything else? Well, I was, I was thinking about, uh. Grabbing a um, hypothetical, but let's give let's give this a shot. Imagine the following three sensations: one, chewing and swallowing the first mouthful of your favorite food after starving yourself for forty eight forty eight straight hours. The food is prepared perfectly. Two, lying down on an especially cozy bed after twelve hours of nonstop physical labor on a cold day. Three. The first moment of urinary release after having held a completely full bladder for more than 90 minutes. For the rest of your life, you will feel one of these three ways all the time. This is how you will always feel 24 hours a day. You won't be doing the specific activity, but you'll always be experiencing the acts accompanying euphoria. Which one will you select? One. Because, Jake... I can easily feel the other two at any given time. Uh, the the middle one, the, the the sleepy thing, I hate because whenever, no matter how comfortable I am, I know I will not be able to fall asleep. And I'm not talking about as if this is happening. Anytime I'm just exhausted and I lay down, I can't sleep. Really? I'm so obsessed with how comfortable I am, I cannot sleep. So, not ever being able to sleep would suck. And I piss hardly ever anyway, so it always feels like that. I would definitely go with the first one because, yeah, I can't. You can lose vision if you have something so delicious; it takes it's over true. all sensory whatsoever. You just start. I, I just like, oh my god, I can't see. This is so good. I would go with that. Although I would probably run into a lot more shit than I do normally. I'm blind I would enough go, as it is. <laughs> I would go with number two. The laying down on an especially Not cozy bed after 12 hours. I find it weird that number three is number one. <laughs> but no, dude, there's nothing like laying down like on a bed like with freshly laundered sheets after a long day and like curling up under the covers. Oh, dude, it's It it's feels comfy, phenomenal. but the smell, freshly laundered sheets has a smell and I can't sleep with that smell in my nose. I'm weird, Jake. Well, people who, yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that they got greasy, I would never do my linen because it smells like me, and therefore I can't smell it. Alrighty, that is going to end up doing it 
for us today on this hodgepodge of an episode. <laughs> hodgepodge? Yeah. Why don't you tell them where they can uh, reach us, Bob? Yeah, you can uh, hit us up at Twitter, at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Love that. Email is brothersquarrel at gmail.com. Uh, we're on iTunes. I was almost at Spotify because I'm smart. Oh, wait, because someone still hasn't uploaded the fucking playlist. No, I started it. Shared it, shared it. No, I started the podcast, dude. No, 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 the playlist. You never shared it. Or the playlist, shoot, yeah. You never shared it, though. Alrighty. Oh, that's true. It's on Stitcher. It's on Podbay, Podbean. (laughs) Still only two reviews. All right, so yeah, wah, uh, wah, wah. if you got a suggestion for a topic, if you have something you want us to talk about, if you have a your body and you is gross, you want to anonymously let us know. Just let us know if you don't want us to say your name, because we will. Cause and just so you know, episode one is still the top downloaded one. How? It's not even near our best. I don't know. It's episode one, sticking racism up your butt, and the wizard puppy mills. I'm still so sad about the Jim Crow shit, Jake. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're gonna That's we're gonna awesome. let you guys go. Uh, so until until we meet again. All right, we'll meet again. Don't know where. Okay, that was horrible. All right, we're gonna just remember wow. that. Shut up. We here at A Brother's Quarrel would like you to remember that no one ever truly wins an argument. And most certainly with that attitude, they do not.